Hello and welcome to The Awakened Woman. My name is Courtney Sharanya and today I'm talking about what brings you joy. So I hope you're ready to really get into some deeper soulful talks and to really start to look within and what brings you joy and how do you want to feel within your human body as you move through the rest of your life. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to be able to share this episode with you today as I've really taken a break over the last couple months to do some really deep healing, to take a break from social media, and to just take a bit of a mental health break. I think it's so important to take time away for yourself because at the end of the day, we are the most important people within our lives. So if we can't or don't make time for ourselves, then how can we show up and help and support others. So I feel that it is extremely important to take breaks and to really regroup within yourself. So now I'm back. I didn't even know if I wanted to be a part of social media anymore, but you know, I'm going to do it in my own way now. And that's something that I've really decided in my business is I'm really just going to do it in my own way. Doesn't matter what the rules are, all of that stuff. I'm just throwing it out the window. And, you know, if I feel like posting, I'll post. If I don't feel like posting, I'm not going to force myself because really it just, uh, the whole social media, it's, uh, I know it's how important it is for business, but it's just not something I love. So, I'm doing things in a different way now, and we'll see how that goes. But today, today I'm talking a little bit about my journey over the last year, what I've been up to, and we're going to be talking a bit about soul journeys. And I think this subject is really interesting because I think we all at some point in our lives have asked ourselves, why am I here? What is my purpose? What is my life path? And so many of us struggle throughout our lives, our whole lives. I don't know what I should be doing. I don't know like what I'm interested in. I don't know what my purpose is. And I'd like to invite you to just Take a step back for a moment. So we put so much pressure on ourselves to create these lives. And some of us don't even know where to start within this creation process. And sometimes this will hold us back our whole lives from pursuing anything. Our lives are so short. And some of us question this whole life experience and then we never actually do anything. So what I'd like to invite you to do is just to take a step back for a moment and really just 
ask yourself not what is my purpose, what am I what should I be doing, but how should I be feeling? How do I want to feel every day? And I think that's a really important part and a, an important place to start at. How do I want to feel? Not what I should be doing, where should I be, who should I be with? Let's take a moment here and ask ourselves, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel every day? Do I want to feel happy when I wake up? Do I want to feel excited about my day? Do I want to feel grateful about waking up in this beautiful bed and hearing the birds singing outside my window? So I think it's really important to really just take a step back for a moment and ask yourself, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel every day? And this has been a really important tool for me, especially over the last few months. Because I think we really get caught up in doing and what we should be doing and how we should be doing it and who we should be doing it with. And we need to just take a step back, drop into our bodies and ask ourselves, how do, we, how do I want to feel? Do I want to be happy when I wake up? Do I want to feel excited about my day? Do I want to enjoy just sitting here, drinking coffee, looking out the window? Where are the things that make me feel good? Now, I know the inner skeptic and some of you may be thinking, well, you know, I can't just sit around all day. I've got to feed mouths to feed. I've got uh, jobs to go to. I've got money to make. I've got to do all these things. But you can feel good doing them. So I think we get really caught up in uh, making money, uh, working hard, and doing all these things that don't actually make us feel good. I mean, maybe you can relate to this, waking up in the morning and, you know, the first thing you think about is, oh, that job that you have to go to because you have to make money so that you can afford your apartment, so you can afford food, so you can afford your car, all these things that are happening within your life. And, you know, your job makes you miserable. And I can super relate to this. And it took me, you know, till I was in my mid-30s. And that's not very, that's not super old. But when I moved down to Costa Rica, I was working such, like maybe 10 hours a week. (laughs) And making very little money. And for the first time in my life, I was happy. And I really, it was a really wake-up call for me at that point because I realized that I didn't need to bust my ass working two or three jobs to, to be happy. You know, I had spent so much, so much of my 20s working ridiculous amount of hours, sometimes 80 hours a week, you know, going from job to job to job, waking, go, working from 8 o'clock in the morning till you know, one o'clock in the the next morning. And it was just a cycle and I was drinking a lot and I was really uh, caught up in, you know, the whole shopping culture of buying and buying and buying. And I wasn't saving and I was so sleep deprived and I just wasn't 
truly happy. For a while, I did fool myself into thinking I was happy (laughs) because I had things. I had all these material things. My apartment was nice. Like everything in my life surface level was really nice. But on a soul level, I had completely cut myself off from who I actually was. I was living a life that society told me to live but I wasn't living my true essence. And once I went down to uh, Costa Rica, I was teaching yoga, maybe taught yoga once or twice a day. And, you know, I had the whole day free to go to the beach, to read books, to hang out with friends, to just chill. And at first it was really hard to get used to, but then I realized how happy not only I was, but how happy everyone else was around me. People were genuinely happier because it doesn't matter how much money you make. It's more about having time to, you know, really enjoy life, to hang out with your family, to hang out with your friends, to hang out with yourself, to relax, to sleep, to really eat up life. And it was at that moment that I realized that I didn't need to bust my ass working, working, working to be happy. And that was a real wake-up call for me. And I remember when I first came back to Canada, I was getting back into that whole, you know, working 40 hours a week plus, um, struggling to pay my bills, Uh, traveling an hour to two hours just to get to work and I became deeply depressed because I was like what the fuck am I doing this is not life this is not living I'm so I was so miserable it was really took me down a dark path and it was during this time that I really just sunk in a really deep depression and It was a huge wake-up call for me, and I realized that this just wasn't the way that I wanted to live anymore. And this was kind of the starting point for me on my own journey. So we're so focused on our physical form that we miss the whole point of truly living. So we're all souls within these human bodies. Now, I'm sure we've all heard that expression. Uh, We're not humans living a soulful life. We're souls living a human life. And I feel this very much rings true for me. Now, over the past uh, year, I really got into brain sciences and I was studying psychology, neuro-linguistic programming, Um, I'm now a certified hypnotherapist, and I really got into uh, past life regression therapy. It's something that I'm really starting to share more and more and more with people, with clients, because I feel that this work is extremely and deeply healing, and it's been so profound for not only myself, but for my clients And I want to be sharing it more and more with people because I feel that 
when we start to understand more about our soul, our soul journey, why we have uh, certain beliefs about ourselves or certain pains that we carry within ourselves, and we can get to the root cause of why we have these by visiting past life or even doing an age regression where you visit your childhood self, we can really start to deeply heal and we start to really see our, the whole concept of souls and soul journey on another level. So back around my birthday in March, I bought this book, Many Lives, Many Masters, by Dr. Brian Weiss. Weiss? I don't know if I say the last name right. Um, <laughs> but I can't even tell you how many times I've read this book since I, I got it, you know, six weeks ago. <laughs> I feel like it's really eye-opening, and I highly recommend you check it out. I'll put the title again in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. Um, but yeah, it's, it, if you don't already believe in soul journeys, this will really open your eyes to something new. So I may refer to this a few times during today's podcast episode, but I want to read you a line here right now. Humans can only see the outside, but you can go much deeper. You have to see the volcano. To do it, you have to go deep inside. To be in a physical state is abnormal. When you are in a spiritual state, that is natural to you. When we were sent back, it's like being sent back to something we do not know. It will take us longer. In the spirit world, you have to wait. And then you are renewed. There is a state of renewal. It is a dimension like other dimensions and you have almost succeeded in reaching that state now referring to humans at this time so my belief is that we are all on the soul journey and our humanness causes us to sometimes see everything so superficially we are so focused on um, being fit and looking a certain way and having instant gratification and everything is so fast in the time that we live in right now and we really do seek outside sources for our source of happiness we feel that we need to find the perfect person so that we can be in love and feel complete. Um, we need to be in a beautiful home to feel like we're at home somewhere. We feel that we need to make a lot of money to have all the things that we want in life. But when we focus on these outside sources, It's almost like we're getting like it's like a drug in a way it's like a f yes I'm say I'm not saying that none of this will make you happy but when we're looking for outside things to make us happy or to feel fulfilled or to feel connected I think that's where there's a, a disconnect 
when we can truly live in joy, finding joy in the little things, you know, stopping to smell the flowers, really enjoying that first sip of coffee in the morning, feeling so grateful that you get to wake up in a bed and you feel warm when you wake up and you feel comfort, really feeling that feeling hearing the birds serenading you as you wake up in the morning, feeling the sun coming through the window as you wake up and take those first few waking breaths. To me, this is what joy is. This is what living is about, enjoying the little things, the simple things, the things that are truly connected to you to the planet and really living in connection and in union with the earth and you know the natural world life is so incredibly short and while we are living longer in this day and age Life seems to move at a very fast pace. I can't even believe we're already uh, coming into May as I record this. This year has gone by so fast already. And, you know, I remember he being a kid and hearing um, the older generations say, oh, uh, time moves faster as you get older. And as I get older, I really, really see this. It does feel that time moves at a, a quicker and quicker pace. And, you know, years flash by and, and then, you know, we die. So 100 years ago, 40 years of age was the average lifespan. Now, when I think about that, it's kind of incredible how far we've advanced in the last hundred years. But, you know, by 40 years old, you've been married for, you know, for a couple of decades. You probably have grandchildren at that point. And people tended to look a lot older. Uh, people died in childbirth. They died of uh, common colds. The death rate was much higher for, you know, a middle, middle-aged person. And now we're living longer. And it's interesting as we live longer, I see, I see this very commonly in the West, is we work and we work and we work and we save and we save and we save to the point that when we retire, then we'll go on that vacation. Then we'll go move to our dream destination. And, you know, a lot of us will never get that chance. And it just seems very backwards thinking to me to live a life and live work hard, support your family, do all these things with the hope and the dream that when you are old and not so mobile, 
then you can start truly enjoying your life and living your life. And I think this is a real sad and almost wasteful use of your your life in a way is because I feel that today you should be living your life now. You should be doing all the things that you want to do now. And I think this rings true for a lot of us. And I think a lot of people are starting to really wake up to this fact. Now that we've had this pandemic and, you know, our loved ones are uh, dying around us or getting sick. And, you know, there's a lot of us that haven't even seen our loved ones for, you know, a couple of years now. It's really just not postponing life until you're old to enjoy it, but enjoying it now. Enjoying it now. Doing the things that make you happy now. Doing the things that fill your heart up now. Because you may not even have tomorrow. So make the most of it now. What makes you feel good? And starting to make some changes within your life to feel good now. So nothing's going to change in your outer world until you change your inner world. So how you perceive the world, if you think that everyone is out to get you, that you're not good enough, that you're always going to be stuck in the shitty job or the shitty relationship, nothing's going to change in your outside world until you start checking in with your inner self your inner self, your soul, your highest self, whatever you want to call it and whoever you connect to, the relationship within yourself is the most important relationship. And once you start working on that relationship, seeing things uh, a little bit differently, changing your perspective, changing about how you feel, what truly lights you up, what truly brings your soul to life in a sense. These are the things that we need to focus on and then your outside world will start to shift. You'll start to see things. It's as if it's like you were watching black and white TV the whole time and then all of a sudden you start seeing and feeling things in a different way and all of a sudden everything is technicolor. So everybody's path is basically the same. We all must learn certain attitudes when we're in a physical state. Some of us are quicker to accept them than others. Charity, hope, faith, love. We must all know these things and know them well. It's not just one hope and one faith and one love. So many things feed into each one of these. There are so many ways to demonstrate them. And yet we've only tapped into a little bit of each one. So my invita invitation to you today is really, like I was saying at the beginning, take a step back and really ask yourself what it is that you want to feel. How do you want to feel? Do you want to feel joyful, happy, in love, in love with life? Because your soul came down here for a purpose and it wasn't to work nine to five, uh, come home, watch TV, 
and, you know, go to bed exhausted and wake up and repeat. I promise you this is not your soul's journey. Your soul came down here to feel things, to feel things on a really deep level, to learn things, to break the bonds of past vows, to release old karmas. You were not sent down here to uh, be tortured, to live a robotic life. So really taking a moment, maybe during this podcast or after, and just taking a moment to ask yourself, how do I want to feel every day? And what are ways that I can truly allow myself to feel this way? And you don't need to, you know, quit your job and, you know, join a monastery. I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying doing anything super drastic, but asking yourself what it is How do you want to feel and how do you want to live your life that feels truly authentic to you? So even for myself, some things that I like to practice are um, finding joy in the everyday. So little things like I was saying, like just feeling grateful. Gratitude is a huge part of my life and feeling grateful for the small things like waking up in a warm, cozy bed hearing the birds singing outside my window. Um, I leave the blackout curtains open when I go to bed so that I can get the sunlight in the morning because I love waking up to that. Um, That first sip of coffee, I love that first sip of coffee and I really do love it. I I close my eyes and I just feel so excited to (laughs) drink coffee. you know, washing my hair. I love the feeling of washing my hair or having a shower. Like I love being in that warm water and the bubbles and, you know, just simple things in your life. What makes you feel happy? What makes, what brings you joy? Watching maybe some little kids playing and, you know, they just have no fear and they express themselves fully, really taking pleasure in that moment. Uh, smelling flowers, watching things come to life from the seasons. So from, you know, we're just in spring right now. So like all the trees are blossoming, the cherry blossoms are out, the magnolia is out. Finding pleasure in these simple things in life. Finding pleasure and finding joy in life does not involve money. It really just... in. The only thing that needs to change is your perception of these things and really appreciating all that's happening around you and finding the joy in it. And once you start to really appreciate all these little things within your life, your personal vibration starts to shift. Your personal vibration starts to change. And you realize that living a life where you feel happy and you feel joyful and you feel love is the most important thing for you. And everything else starts to drift away. Maybe those toxic relationships, friendships, they start to fade away. It's easier to let them go. You know, really living in the moment and not stressing over what happened in the past because you know what? You cannot change the past. There's nothing you can do 
to change history. All we can do is learn from it and then use that as a tool to move forward. And stressing about the future. Oh my gosh, this is a big one that for me is stressing about the future and really just enjoying every moment today and being open and curious about what the future may bring. So taking time to really reflect on what it is that really lights you up, what brings you happiness, what brings you joy. And you don't have to go and quit your job today, but really just take a moment and ask yourself what it is that really lights you up. And it does take some inner strength and inner courage to start to make these shifts in our lives. Because our ego wants us to stay in our comfort zone. And our comfort zone is, you know, a place that we're familiar with. And it is our comfort zone. And when we start to push ourselves outside of our comfort zone, our ego is going to start to want us to come back. No, no, no. You're safe over here. You're safe over here. Don't change anything. And it does take some inner strength. And it does take some time and work. But keep pushing yourself, even if it's just small baby steps, start off with a gratitude practice. Start by listing things that make you feel joyful, that make you feel happy. And then all the things that don't make you happy, asking yourself if there's easy ways that you can eliminate these things from your life. So even as I record this, you know, I'm, yes, we're still in Corona and, you know, it's still the pandemic and, you know, in Germany, things are still pretty strict and, you know, I'm living in Europe and, you know, sometimes I get caught up in the whole isolation thing and, uh, you know, I think about how grateful I am because I am living in Europe and this has been a dream for mine. And yes, it's during Corona, but you know, I'm living a dream. I'm in Europe. I still have freedom to go to the grocery stores and, you know, buy all the food that I love to eat. And the cost of living is much more affordable than in Canada. And I'm truly grateful for that. I can go buy, you know, 10 different kinds of cheeses and, you know, I didn't just max out my credit card. It's just taking joy in everyday things. I go for bike rides. I, I literally go and smell flowers every chance I can get. I love watching bees uh, moving around and just, you know, doing their work as bees. Sometimes I just sit in the park and watch kids play and just be their pure, most joyful selves. And I get pleasure in that. And seeing people just enjoying life, going for bike rides and hanging out with friends, just seeing all of these simple things fills me with joy. And being grateful that, you know, I have a home and I have money coming in and... You know, I have some friendships and 
you know my body is healthy I can go for a bike ride I can go for a walk and you know there's so many things in life to be enjoyed even if the world is not as it was and I've been talking about moving to Portugal for years ever since I was there and you know I keep telling myself there was a a story that I was uh, telling myself (laughs) all last year well Berlin is just a a stepping stone at least I'm in Europe and I'll just stay here and then and then I'll figure out a way to get to Portugal the other day I was like wait a second Portugal's right there it's not even expensive to go to from where I am and It's a place I've dreamed of retiring to and I just it hit me the other day why am I waiting why am I staying here like the whole point of being in Berlin was to enjoy the city to go to the museums to go out to restaurants to connect with people to go to events and all of that is on pause so wouldn't I rather move to Portugal instead and pay half the rent and still have access to super incredible fresh amazing food and be by the beach and you know we hold ourselves back from doing so much that we want to do in life and the thing is we are the only ones holding ourselves back we are the only ones standing in the way of ourselves We're the only roadblock to achieving our dreams, our desires, and a a way of being that feels truly authentic to us. So I'm going to read to you one last bit from Many Lives, Many Masters. And it's towards the end of the book. So wisdom is achieved very slowly. This is because intellectual knowledge, easily acquired, must be transformed into emotional or subconscious knowledge. Once transformed, the imprint is permanent. Behavioral practice is the necessary catalyst of this reaction. Without action, the concept will wither and fade. Theoretical knowledge without practical application is not enough. Balance and harmony are neglected today, yet they are foundations of wisdom. Everything is done to excess. People are overweight because they eat excessively. Joggers neglect aspects of themselves and others because they run excessively. People seem excessively mean. They drink too much, smoke too much, carouse too much or too little, talk too much without content, worry too much, There's too much black or white thinking, all or none. This is not the way of nature. In nature, there is balance. Beasts destroy in small amounts. Ecological systems are not eliminated en masse. Plants are consumed and then grown. The sources of sustenance are dipped into and then replenished. The flower is enjoyed, the fruit eaten, the root preserved. Humankind has not learned about balance, let alone practiced it. It is guided by greed and ambition, steered by fear. 
In this way, it will eventually destroy itself, but nature will survive, at least the plants will. Happiness is really rooted in simplicity. Beautiful, right? So again, that book is Many Lives, Many Masters, and uh, I highly recommend this book. Um, but as you move through the rest of your day, I hope that some of what I've talked about and some of what I've uh, shared with you from this book really starts to sink in and hopefully opens you up to what's possible for you. Now, at the beginning, I was talking a little bit about my journey and uh, the services that I'm now offering. And if anyone is interested in you know, learning more about hypnosis, hypnotherapy, uh, or diving into some past life regression therapy, uh, you can always reach out to me through Anchor, through Instagram, through Facebook, or by email. And I would highly encourage everyone just to take a moment today or within the next few days to really ask yourself what it is that you want to bring forth into your life, what lights you up, what makes you feel good, and how you really want to show up for yourself for the remainder of this lifetime. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope everyone is enjoying this full super pink moon energy that we're in right now. Uh, so for anyone that is doing any sort of spiritual work, full moons are always really good time for release. So hand in hand with this podcast and the full moon really allowing yourself to just take some time out for you. Maybe you want to journal about what it is that you'd like to let go of. Um, not only in the physical form, but like the emotional as well. What kind of belief patterns do you want to let go of? Uh, what kind of vows do you want to break within yourself or from a past life even? And really asking yourself what truly brings me joy and what truly lights me up and how can I start inviting these feelings into my every day in a very simple way. So thank you so much for listening to this episode today. And I'm wishing you all a truly, truly beautiful rest of your day. And if you have any questions or comments, you may always reach out to me. I really do enjoy reading your messages. And uh, sending you all so much love, big virtual hugs, and I will be chatting with you soon.